Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Happy Super Bowl Sunday, Jabes. Look at this. I got my my old school Eric Dickerson jersey on. You are ready. E-Dix. Is that? No, no, it's oh, not his name. Okay. It's not okay. his name. Uh, let's go to a, to a little two-shot for the video show. There we go. Hi-oh. This is your time to shine. We are recording this in advance because I will actually be at the Super Bowl. However, I'm wearing I'm wearing a Rams jersey on the show today, Eric Dickerson. Okay. I'm going to show my old school pride. He was, he was my favorite Ram. As a child, your parents usually get you, you know, a jersey and a helmet and all that stuff, you know. And my mom had gone to high school with the Rams center, Doug Smith. Okay. And uh, so they, she was beef fries with his wife and blah, blah, blah. Sure. So I uh, grew up kind of watching the LA Rams as, as a youth. And my favorite player was Eric Dickerson when I was real tiny. Do you have real some fondness? Tiny. Do you have some fondness for the Rams? I do, but it's weird. Um, the reason why it's so strange is as a kid, you see L.A. Rams on, on TV, right? And it's Eric Dickerson, and they're crushing people, and it's awesome. And you think of Los Angeles as this mythical place, you know? And then when you're old enough to get there, you know, and you see that it's not a sports town. Right. And you're like, oh, these, these hmm. games were mostly half empty, probably, even though they had a great team. And that's why they moved to... St. Louis, and then, you know, now they're back in Los Angeles again. They're still not really drawing crowds. Uh, it's, it's, it's a strange feeling, you know, because that's, that's something you rooted for. And then once you find out what it is, you're like, all right, cool. Whereas Yankee Stadium, right? 
uh, as a kid, one of my favorite players is Ricky Henderson. He played for the Yankees. I like the big personalities, the big showmans. I don't you know? know why. Yeah, big surprise. I don't know why. But when I when I went to New York Yankee Stadium for the first time, Yankee Stadium, the old one, you know, the classic one. When I walked into that, it was every bit as glorious as you've seen on TV, where it is the mecca, where you're like, oh my gosh. Even to this day, I mean, going going to a Yankees game last year. You walk into the new stadium and you're like, oh man, this is amazing. This is still Yankee Stadium. It's packed. It's the feeling. It's the feeling of the town around it. Yes. It feels like the whole. Everybody's rooting and it's, I love a passionate fan base. Yeah. Whereas Los Angeles just does not have that. The only time in, my, in Los Angeles, and I look, I went to a million sporting events, you know, when I lived there for 18 years, was the Lakers. I'd, they go bug fuck for the Lakers in LA. The rest of the teams yeah. kind of fall by the wayside. Even that, look, the Dodgers have had great teams over the years. And the fans just do not do it, man. Just, they just don't you do don't it. You don't feel like the whole city is behind you. No. You really only feel like the people that made it to the game are kind of into it. And you don't even know why they're there. Somebody had a ticket maybe, and it's sort of like, yeah, I'll yeah. get a Dodger dog, it's, whatever. It's the third through the, the seventh crowd is what I call it. So at Dodger Stadium, they show up in the third inning yeah. because of traffic or, yeah. oh, it was on a mixer mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then you have to leave by the seventh to beat the traffic. So right. you're really only watching four innings of baseball. Yeah. Usually the seats next to you are empty through the third, which for a man like myself. Sure. I like to stretch out. I like to go, obviously, the home run. You know, mm-hmm. I like to go grand slam of it all, mm-hmm. which means, you know, obviously, you start off with a hot dog, first base, bag of peanuts, second, nachos, third. You can go ahead and slide on in home with a little sundae inside of a, a plastic helmet, you know? Right. Grand slam. You grand slam it all, all, all night long, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that, at that point, you're stretched out. You've got peanuts all over the other, the other, the other seats, all that shit. Sure. And then these two... You know, uptight agents or whoever the fuck you're sitting next to. Excuse me, that's mine. Excuse me, excuse me. And then, and then, as soon as you hear the crackling of shells underneath their feet because they've stepped on all your peanut shells, that's when the magic begins. Of like, oh, oh god, god. And it was like, hey man, if you would have got here like when you were supposed to, I wouldn't have fucked up all this shit. I thought I was, I I thought I was stretching out. I probably would have still. Yeah. Eh, you maybe. know, you never know. We like to really spread out food wise when we're going, we're watching games and Boston, you know, fuck you, but they really do. The whole town feels like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. That and yeah, around as, Yankee as much State. as I hate the Patriots and the, look, the hatred is deep for the Patriots. Boston's a great town. I, I love, I love going there. I've always had a blast there. Yeah. They're as a sports city across the board. They're passionate about all of their teams, and it is a great sports town. One of the yeah. one of the best there is. Uh, Philly too. Red Sox. Philly's yeah. great. Red Sox, uh, Patriots, uh, Bruins. Um, I mean, even the Celtics. Man, I mean, it, you've got four storied traditions there now. I wouldn't have said the Patriots until this last run with Brady, but but now you do, and you're right. like, man, this is this. Uh, it's probably the mecca of sports towns right now. I mean, they just keep fucking winning. Where is L.A.? Yeah, not, not so, so much. much. Which is kind of probably uh, where my passion for sports comes. Because I'm from there. Yeah. It's all spread out. Nobody has like a... No. Do you know what I mean? We're not like all behind one thing. And so um, we don't have that 
that fun tradition, the nostalgia that you have where it's like your family and everybody, you know, is into it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's hard. It's hard to find. And I, look, I don't want to be a sports asshole and say it will never change because it could. They're building that new Ram Stadium where Hollywood Park is. Uh, the racetrack for horses is now gone. They ripped that out and put that in. I, I've seen the mock-ups of it. It looks like the most beautiful stadium ever built. That location is much better than going down to Compton because that's, you know, for sure. they're playing in the LA Coliseum now and it's fucking Compton. Nobody wants to right. drive down there anyways. Right. Um, stay around there. That's the thing. It's yeah. Like, yeah. There's nothing travel to wherever these other stadiums are. There's right. places to stay around. There's yeah. little towns around it. You don't want to be like scared. Yeah. Unless you're in the stadium <laughs> and even then, right. Yeah. You're even more scared. So, so at least with the new stadium, you can stay in, you know, Santa Monica, Marina del Rey, Venice, and that's an easy jaunt over there. Totally. Uh, it's in Inglewood, so you're definitely not staying there yet. Um, but things are getting yeah. nicer. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's all pushing up. So especially it, it is, with that, and that stadium's going to help, and they're building a bunch of stuff around that. So it could turn into a, a great football city, just not right now. And I still. Oh man, I I said this on Drinking Bros Sports. I still want the Rams to win, but I just don't think they're going to. Since this is airing on Super Bowl Sunday, and I'm obviously wearing the jersey and going to the game, this is pre-taped, so I have no idea. I said the Patriots were going to win. I'm not stoked about that. I will. I'm wearing this Dickerson jersey to the game. This Eric Dickerson jersey to the game mm-hmm. because, God damn it, I hope the Rams win. Gosh, wouldn't that be great? It would be. I think it would be great. <laughs> Um, it would be. It really would be, because it would. It, that would get me juiced. <laughs> um, if Patriots are up, whatever. Yeah, I won't be juiced. No. What What are you doing for the big game? You're You're here with the kids, and I'm there's a big here. party at yeah, the clubhouse. Yeah, I have. Right? Um, I have a couple kids. Did Did you know that? Oh, yeah. So I here have we a, go. I have a couple kids. Um, I'm married. Yeah. To yeah. someone. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I haven't seen them in a while, but. I'm going to at our clubhouse. At our clubhouse, it's nothing crazy special, but whatever. Yeah. The neighborhood clubhouse. We're having a chili cook-off. Um, and, really? Yeah, and you know that's where I shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you shine at at all cooking cook-off <laughs> extravaganzas. Like, yeah, like if I feel like it's a competition, like the shows I watch. Yeah. Yes. I will wait to the last minute. I will put the pressure on. There will be so things flying. I know, but that's how I like to do it. Yeah. I don't like to be around it. So I'm actually glad that I'm not in the same house. We're all you. glad you aren't in the same house. <laughs> We're going to have a great time. There's going to be a bouncy house. Is there really? So goodbye, kids. Like, oh, that's awesome. The beauty of a bouncy house, and everyone with kids knows this, is it's the only thing where you're just like, cool. Like You won't hear a peep. Can't get hurt. Can't get hurt. I mean, if they do, it's kind of like, meow, mommy. And you're yeah. like, okay, well, then you can't go back. All right. And they go right back in. Sure. Um, you won't see them for hours. And no. they're fine and tired out and really great. If you ever have a birthday party for, for kids, try and get, they're not super expensive. Try and rent bucks, one. Yeah. Try and went, rent one for the day. It really does change everything. It does. Um, so anyways, we're going to have that and a cook off. And then we're probably going to go to, uh, Ashley's Nick and Ashley's their new media room for oh, that the place actual is dope. game. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's going to be for Those the are some day. of our, our best friends in town. Yeah. He just built a sweet ass fucking, 
media room. That's media awesome. Room, he built it himself too, which is rad. I, I I have tickets to, and this is like a humble brag, sort of. We have tickets to the Rams after party right now. Sure. So we hedged we hedged our bets because we said, hey, we got invited to both. I said, I don't want to watch the fuck. I don't want to be at the Patriots if they win. I don't want to be there. No. I don't want to. I don't want to see Tom Brady open mouth kiss his son they... and dad right. at the party. I don't want to see that. But the Rams, now I would really want to see because if they win, it'll be totally unexpected. They'll be raging. Right. I'll, I'll have my oh. Eric Dickerson jersey on. It will be going off. But if they lose, and this is what I told D'Anthony. D'Anthony, my co-host on Drinking Bro Sports, sure. it'll be a funeral. So, right. you know, you stop in, you have one drink, and you're like, oh, all right, this is dead. Yeah. But my gosh, like that'll be the one of the only times besides the concerts that you're going to. One of the only times <laughs> that I will actually be really jealous is if the Rams win and you have that after party. Yeah. It would just be like champagne on your head. I know. Yeah, it'd be fun. Like it'd be fun. I just don't. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. And I, I didn't pick them. So I, I, on my on my sports show, I did not pick them. I'm I've got the Patriots. Uh-huh. Uh, Brady winning is sixth. Again, I'm not denying Brady's greatness. He's great. What's the spread? Uh, the spread is now down to two and a half. It opened up at three. So it's a, you're looking at a field goal game. Vegas thinks it's going to be a field goal game. I do too. Okay. I hope that, that means at least it's a great game. Like I I will have seen a great game. I don't want to. Hopefully, it's not a blowout. It, it, there's nothing worse than going to a blowout game, and you're just like, all right. Sweet. Here's what you don't want with the Patriots: if they're down twenty-three, <laughs> just twenty. Do you know what I mean? Twenty or more. Right, right, right. That's when they really light the fire. Yeah. You don't want that. No, I you want I it to be close, 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 so that they kind of sleep a little bit. On they sit back on Brady. And then at the end, it's anyone's game. Yeah. But if they're behind, do not get excited. Yeah. So, because they will come back. I promise you that. Like I said, this is airing on Super Bowl Sunday. We have no idea yet what's happening or going to happen. Some of you will be listening to the show Monday morning saying, what the fuck? We'll find out. Sorry. Yeah. We'll find out. Either, either way, it uh, should be a fun weekend. And we're going to try to get some huge guests while we're there on the show and uh, really looking forward to it. And Jabes, I want to wish you the best of luck in your chili cook-off. I know you take those seriously. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. How many chilies do you think are going to be in that thing? Um, I think there's like 10. Okay. 10, 11. All right. You don't want too many. You don't want too many chilies. There's not too many, there, there's not too many ways to cleanse the palate with a chili. Yeah. So you can't have too many. They all get kind of, Swirled around in the judge's head. No, I hear you. You want to be I hear you. memorable. I, I've, I've been a judge in numerous chili cook-offs over the years. Oh, sure. At friends' houses, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, was I just a guest there? You bet. But I consider myself a judge. Oh, okay, okay. So they uh, didn't like, I, tell I, you to judge it or no, anything like I, that? No, I brought, a, I brought a, a robe, uh, a white wig, Score and a gavel. Card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, I judged them. Uh, oh, hear ye, hear ye. And they were like, dude. Whose just- chili is this? Just a couple of people brought chili. It's not actually. Who a- hath not fought now? This is a writ of habeas corpus on this chili. It's not actually chili cook off. Well, We're just. Eh, whatever. Just a couple of people brought. Sure. Yeah. But this was serious. This sure. was scorecards. This was people lobbying. I, there was. So the women there, because it was mostly like wives, right? Sure. Wives of their husbands or girlfriends of their husbands. Like they were lobbying for votes. Yeah. I'm not saying it was like Firefest where they were sucking dick or anything or offering to. Sure. But it was getting close. 
Right. It was getting close to, right. you know, a beach for votes. I'd love to take home the win. Yeah. The W. Yeah. Well, we'll you see. Know? We'll see. But How do you feel about your chili right now? Um, it's going to be, I don't want to say I'm not an expert, but I'm not a real chili expert. Okay. So you just did say that then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody listens to the show. <laughs> That's only 1.6 million people. Who cares? But none of them I know personally. Isn't that sad? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so I can say whatever. Yeah, about you can. Whatever. Because yeah. they don't listen. No, about your best friends. Yeah. It's funny. You know what's funny? My, I don't think my best friends listen either. No. 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 And I'm sure a lot of them, you have to still show them where the podcast they're, app they're is just on like, their what phone. The, what the fuck is this? To a podcast. What yeah. To a lot doing? of people, it's still like, eh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Somebody was like, hey, man, I saw your show on YouTube. That's like, that's awesome. And I was like, yeah, we're, we're doing YouTube this year. Like, this is our big push. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to it and watch it on YouTube. And he was like, I, I, dude, I did. I watched it. Like, it's awesome. And I was like, yeah, man, what the fuck do you think we've been doing for? Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the hardest audience, right? Our best friends. Yeah. But once they're in, they're in. And they're like, oh, my God, talk right. about this, this, this. Right. So, like, now, you know, I have people sending me things of, like, you should talk about this on your sure. show. Once they listen, I don't think they get it. I think it's one of those things where you don't think your friends are that talented. Where you're right. just like, ah, I know that motherfucker. He's not that gifted. He's, right. not, he's not that funny. You know? Sure. We're just like, you took me for granted. Yeah. You took me for granted. Mm-hmm. Don't you ever, ever take me for granted. Right. I don't know why I had to say it in that voice, but it's the way I you feel when I talk to them. them. You got to get through to them. You have to. You know what you I gotta mean? Break it's that the wall. only way. You got to break that wall, Jay. the only way. So um, do I want to win? Yes. Is it going to be a, a, a long shot? Maybe. Okay. All right. Maybe. Well, text me. I'm, di- that, like, I'm dying to know. There's only two things I'm worried about on Sunday. Who wins the game and who wins the chili cook-off? Yeah, right. So, I am. So get, you put a picture of yourself with the winning pot, and we'll put it up on uh, our Instagram, on Ross Patterson Revolution Instagram and Facebook, Excellent. and let people know that you won. If you lost, I want a picture of yourself in shame with your, in with your chili pot. In the covered in chili. Yes. Um, our friend's doing a prime rib chili. <laughs> so You ever thought about a, ooh, a beef brisket chili? Yeah, right. Brisket's like, tough. The stuff to cook, though. I'm not here. Yeah, and and you can't really grind that up. So there's gonna yeah. be it be more like yeah, a, yeah. Stew. It's a stew. Yeah, it's very yeah. stewy. So you don't want to go into stew territory. No, no, you you definitely You're don't. Disqualified. No, and I don't want to be disqualified. So. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, you're gonna be gone for what? I don't know. Cool couple summers cool you know we will be good (laughs) sorry james duty calls you know listen i'm good yeah we're fine i'm good man yeah it's you and your chili me and my chili yeah you'll you'll be fine i'll be back i'll be back in a couple days so there's a lot of guys in the neighborhood that'll take care of us oh look at you What? there's just like the other dads they always like you know make sure that we're taken care of Hashtag single mom. Yeah. 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 No, I appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. that. Right before I go out of town. Yeah, no. I mean, just, yeah. Let, yeah. Them, let them know that you appreciate. They'll, they step in as dad. They step in as, you know, <laughs> husband. And they really just rally around me, all the guys in the neighborhood. And it's so sweet. Sure, sure. It really is so sweet. Sure. 
No, yeah, I'll I'll thank all of them personally. (laughs) Let them know. Let them know. I come home, you're wearing a fire coat, like a a, a fireman's jacket. Where Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I was cold. Yeah. They They sheltered me. They sheltered me. (laughs) Um, They came over. They uh, fixed a couple things around the house. Just as like a friend, you know, just like as a friend for you. Sure, sure. Of for course, you. Of course. Not for me. Nah, not for, for you, for, for me and the kids, you know, obviously. Sure. Deadbeat dad's out of town again. Yep. You know. Where's Ross? Super. Come on over. Yeah. Come oh. on over. We got you. They say, come on over. We got you. Is I'm he, like, Is cool. he actually at the game that we're having uh-huh. a chili cook off around? Yeah. That motherfucker. That motherfucker. Come yeah. on over, Come Jess. on over, Jabes. Yep. Kick off your boots. Mm-hmm. Put your feet up. What can I do for you? Right. You know, you know, my my biggest sin is. Yeah. People say I listen too much. Listen too much. I care too I much. I care too much. Do you Why don't you tell built? me all your worries? Yeah. Tell me all your fears. Why don't you lay back here? You know, I got a ghost bed. I used your your husband's promo code to tell him yeah. I said thank you. Yeah, brand new. Yeah, this is a ghost bed pillow. Why don't you put your feet up on it? Because yeah. I, t- I got two more, one for your neck, one for your beautiful head. Right. You just kick on back. After the game's over, it's mm-hmm. just like, uh, man, I got, I got all of these desperate housewife reunions taped. Yeah. Would you like to just Yep. And a couple of top chefs. Yeah, and would I'm you like, like to just what? Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah. I've also got this uh, Anthony Bourdain Parts Unknown. It's a lost episode. No one's ever no seen one's it. No one's ever seen You're it. You're gonna love it. You're gonna <laughs> love it, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. So I'm good. Yeah, you know, you'll be fine. Um, I'm taken care of. Absolutely. And you'll be fine and we'll all be fine. Yeah, it'll be it'll be and in the end, who knows? <laughs> I wish you and your new wife. Thank you. Thank you. You and your second wife, all the happiness in the world. I know. She just turned 23 today. <laughs> so I want to wish her a happy birthday out there. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> when I want to wish you a happy 23rd, babe. Uh, I'll see you in two years. See you in two years of that 25th. She's got to be able to rent a car. You know, she's got to be 25 at least. And then Ew. And we can keep on keeping on, you know. Ugh, can you imagine? What? Renting a car? <laughs> 23 year old no Ugh. Ugh, gross that chili would be gross gross you know what i mean they don't even know how to make chili yet no they don't even know how to develop the flavors no yet. not Do you know yet. what i'm saying no. not yet not yet but they will but you know learn. yeah they'll learn yeah you just gotta gotta take your time you gotta sure. put your hands in there and really help them develop that chili sure <laughs> i don't know why i have to do it in that voice either because you're being a dick. <laughs> oh, James. Oh, James. You are something else today. <laughs> you know what else is something else? The sponsors uh, who pay for this whole fucking shit wagon to be on the air. Right. First and foremost, talking blackriflecoffee.com on cue. You sip right out of that styrofoam cup. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Off. On. <laughs> oh, God. Is that what it says? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This yeah. basic white girl shit's amazing. I love I, it. I don't understand. Look, these are the new mugs from BlackRifleCoffee.com. I'm going to hold it up for the video I love show. Those. I don't understand why you're not drinking them. I need I'm a little bit more. I'm very, very tired. Mm. Um, we've done a lot of shows and a lot of stuff in a row because you need to go out of town. Yes. Get out of town. So it is. It's a lot of work. Sorry about it, James. Uh, but I'm not sorry about this hat I'm wearing. This is also a, a brand new uh, Black Rifle Coffee hat. I love that. I think I we got that one from my dad. Yeah, so uh, it's just started selling now. Uh, wearing it matches the jersey 
for Edix. It's perfect. Eric Dickerson. And they get a ton of new products there, man. That, that Whoopi's fucking awesome. And their coffee is second to none. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Get on the train. Join the Coffee Club of the Month program. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for a one-time use of 20% off. Uh, next up, we got a little bit of ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this. Somebody, somebody bought uh, Ghostbed last night, actually. And messaged you about it? They did. You know, it's funny because here's what I get. They're like, they're like, man, you talk so much shit about this fucking bed. I had to <laughs> you order don't it. talk shit. <laughs> I mean, it's a great. You talk about it. You talk good shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say his name because the, it's pretty funny, but it says, so since I'm poor and can't afford the whole shebang of the ghost bed, I, I went and got myself some pillows since you guys brag on and on and on about how you know they'd be great to murder on and whatever and sure. blah 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 and he goes and god damn it dude if you're right he's just like this fucking thing is so comfortable I actually ordered a second one just a minute ago uh, since Ghostbed was rad they gave him they gave him $50 off for writing a, a review that's awesome I know I didn't I didn't even know they they did try that. it out yeah try it out uh, and then he so I was like hey man I wrote him back I was like I wasn't lying they're they're literally my everything like in this world i love them and he goes i can't imagine how intense the the bed is if this is what the fucking pillows are like he's like i may sell a testicle to buy one. Oh, can you do <laughs> he goes, that he goes i got two kids it's not like i need them anymore i'm not having any more <laughs> dead serious it's on my phone. do people want tex- testicles is there a market uh yeah, that's it. It's a delicate tissy. Okay. Is it delicatessen? Is that is that how how are we pronouncing that? Delicacy? 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 Is it a tessin or a cassie? It's a Is it a delicatessen or a delicacy? It's a delicacy. Either way. There's a lot of people in China who eat testicles and um and various parts of the Middle East. They pay top dollar. Just made that up. Yeah, for a human nut. Interesting. Did not know that well right around the holidays you know you got the nutcracker sitting there sometimes you, you run out of walnuts and you just want a human testicle just to sure sure and then just watch the blood shoot out across the room once the testicle is squeezed apart right you know nothing says christmas like that <laughs> what are we talking about ghost bed i don't know ghostbed.com <laughs> that's where you can lay your testicles on you can put your nuts right on the bed and enjoy a nice long slumber. If you're a military or first responder, you get 15 extra percent off at the bottom of the page. 15 percent off if you were if you're a military or a first responder, and all the deals are on there, man. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Huge fan of those guys. Again, I just read this, and that was a real. Just read that shit off my phone. That was last night. So. Uh, they're the best doing it, man. I love these beds. I uh, love the pillows, everything. Next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the biz. Four amazing flavors. Lemon, orange, orange, make America grape again. No carbs or sugars. Nothing. So... If you're dieting, congratulations, man. This is this is the pick me up in the middle of the afternoon, and you're not heavy from drinking, you know, fifty eight pounds of Monster. Why do they make those fucking cans so big? I don't know. I don't either. Like you look at Red Bull, it's like all right, cool. It's you know, little 
It's at least a little bit smaller. Yeah. You look at a fucking monster. It's like, you need 78 ounces of energy right to your face. No, I don't, man. Bloated, heavy. I don't want to carry around that giant ass can like I'm doing a fucking extreme sport later. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. And, and and get on the train of what's really going down. This is just a little tiny tin pouch. Squeeze it open into any liquid available. You're good to go. They get a subscription of the month program. 10-pack, 40-pack, 750-milliliter bottle. StrikeForceEnergy.com ships everywhere in the entire world. And the promo code is REVOLUTION for 20% off. Next up, we got StraightRazors.com. Jabes. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Mm. Smooth. Tell me. ASMR, did you look it up? ASMR. 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 You like it? <laughs> Can you imagine you're listening to ASMR and then that happens? You want to just like relax? Oh, uh, that was on the, was that on the last episode? It was the last episode we talked about it. It was, it wasn't, I think I put it in the description for the other one maybe. God damn it. Whatever. Yeah. Times yeah. are tough. Ah, it is, isn't it? It is. The ASMR, man. That shit's weird. I looked it up after you said it. Did you look at it's any all, Yeah, videos? it's all about like tingling and sensations and all yeah. that shit. You want a fucking tingling sensation. Put a little bit of uh, exactly. smolder aftershave on your face. I don't know what's in it. I, I've Look, I've talked about this product for fucking ever at this point because I, I love it and I can't live without it. I don't know what's in that aftershave, but it, it, my face tingles. I feel great and it smells delicious all day long. It's like old school. Look, if you're on the on the video show, you can look at they've, it's got like old timey bottles and shit from like Tombstone. Like you bought it out of the back of a fucking wagon. It's just cool. It's amazing. Um, and, and it's the best products for shaving that you could possibly get. Go to straightrazors.com. Try just try a bottle of the aftershave. Um, their straight razors are amazing, and their their safety razors are you know second to none. The blade's just sharper than everything else, so it lasts longer. It takes about a day and a half off of shaving, which I enjoy. And uh, I'm not a big, I don't like to shave that much, you know? Right. What, what if I went to a mustache full time? I'm fine with it. Be weird, right? I don't know. Would it? What if you, went, if you went all the way down like tombstone style? Handlebars? I'm in. All right. I'm in. All right. Go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. It's a big savings there. Uh, last but not least, as always, my books. At night she cries while he rides his steed. And when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. Uh, available in hardback, paperback, everything. Ebook. The audible books, though, is where it's at. If you like the show, you'll love the audio books. Uh, six and a half hours each of pleasure. All with actors, too. Uh, including Jabes playing all the Asian parts. Um, it's true. Ah, let's face it. The, the audibles, the that, that's the highest ranked audible there is. This last one made the bestseller list. I mean, fucking, it should have that bullshit Amazon thing when it got fucking banned. Anywho's, speaking of that uh, handlebar mustache, I was watching uh, Roadhouse. Okay, Roadhouse is on, mm-hmm. and they they got to the part with old Sam Elliott. Oh, he yes. didn't have the mustache in that movie. And I forgot. That's I was right. like, oh shit. How weird does he look without the mustache? It's weird. Very weird. It's he doesn't even seem like the same person. No, and I wonder at what point in your life you decide to do that and that becomes your thing. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this at the gym yesterday, right? I notice older dudes tend to grow like uh, goatees or like right neck hair down here a little bit mm-hmm. because they want to hide like a double chin or something at that age. And like I I understand that or whatever. What point did Sam Elliott say, man? This this whole shit I've got going on is not doing it for me. I need to go with thick handlebar mustache. Like, yeah, 
and and get not only get away with it, but like I mean, it's boss status. Oh, he's known for it. Not only known for it, but ladies love him with it. Oh yeah, love him, love Sam Elliott. Oh yeah, daddy. Yeah, you know, obviously we're rooting for him to win the Oscar. But yeah. when I was watching Roadhouse last night, I was like, oh man, he doesn't have the fucking mustache. Still a fucking pimp though in that movie. Jesus Christ, because that was I think late eighties. I didn't see it until. I don't know, I was, I was too young. So I, I didn't see it till the end of like the 90s, maybe, or whatever, 2000s. Okay. And I was like, oh, shit. Finally caught up with Roadhouse. And I was like, God damn it, man. This movie's awesome. To this day, this movie's awesome. Oh, yeah. And last night, seeing uh, Sam Elliott, I was like, fuck. All right. Spanning back, you're looking 30 years at this point. And he's nominated for an Oscar. Guy's, guy's just a fucking animal. It's an animal. Yeah. He's got to win. What Gotta else win. can I know. he do? I, this, I, I felt the same feeling with Stallone. What else can you do? I know. And if he loses, I'm going to throw the fucking TV out the window. The good thing about those awards, the supporting actor awards usually go first. Mm. So I, it's usually like the first award of the night, uh, like big award where you're just right. like, all right, cool. So I hope it's him. And then that'll set the tone for the rest of the Stallone evening. Stallone like, not right, cool. winning. Broke my heart. Is one of, besides Keaton. Those two yeah, were yeah. the biggest. I was like heartbroken. Yep, broke my heart. Because you just go, that's it. Yeah. And you worked your whole fucking life, and then these little red manes come up. Yeah. And get one right away. I, I feel the same way about the the Grammys upcoming up. Um, obviously, I'm go, I'm going to the games this weekend, and we got uh, we got Post Malone. I'm going to Post Malone. We're we're fingers crossed trying to get him for the show. Yeah. Uh, which is why we're going out early and we just missed each other in Charlotte's. He was right. sick and you know, we still had backstage passes and all that stuff. And it was awesome. But I, we want to get him on the show cause he's a rad guy. I will feel that same sadness if he doesn't win the, the Grammys next week. Well, yes and no, but he is a young guy. He has got time, but that album is so great. Here's my, here's my fear, right? That when you put out an album that great, it is really, really, really hard to duplicate again. And you don't know if you can do it. So Mac Miller's nominated, right? Mm-hmm. For, for, uh, for best album and uh, rap album, which he should be. That album was fantastic. But the, 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 he came out of the gates with a banger. And it was just like, man, that was eight years ago, nine years ago. And now he's just getting nominated where you're just like, oh, fuck, man. And that because his first album was so good. Best day ever. Right. So good. That it was just like, when I heard it, I was like, man, how do you follow this up? And he did. He had a great, he had a great album after that. So same with Post Malone. They had two back to back. But then there was a stretch, like six or seven years, where you're like, you don't know if you're getting back there. And I feel, I feel the same way about like, uh, all the movies I've done. With, uh, you know, even starting with my, my very first one, with like the new guy, like my, the first big one. Mm-hmm. Where... I was aware of what was going on at the time in like the, the premiere and the, the Chinese theater and stuff. Like some actors, you can see it in their eyes where they're like, I'll be doing this shit forever. Like I knew that, hey man, these auditions, you know, because it, it was going on as this was happening and I was losing a bunch of auditions before the movie came out. And I was like, fuck man, maybe you don't know if you're ever going to get back there again. Right. So I, I tried to enjoy it and go through there, but it's true. And when you look back on it, you're like, all right, fuck man. And I feel the same way about the books, where the, the first two, these first two were so beloved. Matt's book, you know, that we wrote, which comes out, you know, around 4th of July, there was so much hype behind it. And then it gets, it gets shelved at the DOD, you know, Department of Defense for 17 months. 
Now I hope it just lives up to the hype and the expectations that everybody's been waiting for, where it's like, oh, I I hope, I hope so. I hope it's as good as I, I think it is, but you don't know. You don't know until it gets out there in the world. And, you know, with Post Malone and Sam Elliott and these guys, like you really don't know if you're gonna do something that great again. Like, what are the chances that a star is born, for example, turned out to be great? Everybody at the studio said, told Bradley Cooper not to make this fucking no movie. No way. They gave him no do money. Do not do to it do as it. your d- yeah. directorial debut. He beat the odds across the board over and over and over and over. And, over. And, and even we on the show said, this is a shitty idea. You should not do this. The trailer's shit. She looks like shit. Yep. Why? I mean, both of us said this. Oh, numerous, and we ate our numerous, words for sure. And 100%. we were like, dude. But imagine hearing all that outside noise. Oh, yeah. And like Post Malone, th- th- like if this interview goes down this weekend, that's exactly what I want to ask him. Like he gets so much fucking negativity in social media and the media. It's, it's a 50-50 split with that guy. Either you love him more than life or you fucking hate him. But right. you can't, you have no reason for it, you know, other than I don't like the way he looks or something else. The dude's crazy talented. And that's blocking all of that out, I think, is, is one of the biggest parts of it. And like A Star is Born, man. They just be coops, man. How Went through it, blocked be? it all out, and now you get through all of this, mm-hmm. right? You make a great movie, which nobody expected. Mm-hmm. You get nominated for an Oscar, which nobody expected. And it's Sam Elliott, who's gotta be what, 80 at this point? Mm-hmm. Somewhere close to that. This is his last. There's no way he's gonna get nominated again. That's the way I felt with Keaton when Keaton yep. lost, too. It was like Michael Keaton. I was like, yep. there's no way he's gonna get nominated again. So I, I hope, because uh, Stallone, same way. No way he'll get nominated again. He's no. doing another Rambo. He's not going to get nominated for that. No. They're, they, you know, the other Rocky or the Creed just came out. Like he didn't you get know, nominated. They could do with Stallone a lifetime achievement. They could, but point. hopefully they do it when he's alive. Yeah, and he's not, seventy-six and not, or seventy-seven. And not too old. They always do it when they're too old. Too old. To like yeah. Have a um. Remember a speech that's Kirk Douglas getting up there, and you were just yeah, like, "Motherfucker, man. why are you wheeling him up here at a hundred years dude. old?" Yeah, you could have for sure given it to him when he could like have a speech. Twenty be years ago, lucid. Yeah, right. Like Stallone, right now, could get a lifetime achievement for and sure. It would be like, "Holy shit!" You yeah. know, and they would go through all of the stuff that he did and wrote and directed and started, and you would be like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. How did he never get an Oscar? I know. And everyone would be like. Fucking A. Yeah. Um, and that's why I feel. So when I was watching Roadhouse last night and just thinking back to that grind of, man, you're starting, you're starting in Roadhouse. Like, did, at that point, do you ever think you'll be nominated for not, you know, 30 years Yeah, ago, no. And then I, I like to think, I hope, like in my mind, these people, it, it's like, it's okay to be a Stallone and a Keaton in this world. And I hope that they're okay with it where they're like, you know what? I do the fucking, I do awesome shit and I'm still working and I'm, maybe I'm under the radar whereas I haven't won right. these things or been recognized in this dumbass fucking award show with all these young idiots. Maybe that, I hope that that's okay with them and I hope that they are confident and above it enough to be like, don't really need that. It would have been nice, but like I am, I'm the shit. Yeah. Anyways, I, I, it's look, so hard to keep that mentality, but they are so good and so cool and have been working for so long steady that at some point do you just go, well, the award shows are not for me. <laughs> I haven't gotten one yet. 
Not going to get one, but I'm, everyone loves me. Everywhere I go, I'm beloved. Is that good enough? I don't know. I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. There, is, there, is there anything that if you don't do, you'll feel like a disappointment in life? Like, like that would be a major disappointment? Is there anything that if I don't do, it'll be a major disappointment? Yes. Um, no. Like okay. award-wise or whatever? A- anything. Like-, like for me, if, if these books, because that's all I hear every day. I probably get five messages a day of like, dude, I wish your books were a movie or a TV show. If they, if they didn't, I, I, that would be a massive disappointment in my life. Okay. Um, because it, they're, they're too good and like, you know, it's, it's, you can't fake reviews and all that other bullshit. So like the ratings are so goddamn high on these things mm-hmm. that it's like, you can't fake that. I, I can't write these things fast enough. If, if they didn't get made into some, into the, the proper form, be it a movie or a TV series, I, I, that would be a major disappointment. I feel Okay. for me personally. Yeah. And that's something that. Well, would you, be hard to let go of, I think. Right. I don't care about awards so much. Um, like that—that that was never why. Like as a comedian, doing all of that shit, there isn't like yeah. you don't get you don't get nominated for shit like that. Maybe a, you know, like a Golden Globe or like an, an Emmy type sitch, you know, mm-hmm. for a comedy. But let's face it, it's usually traditional sitcoms that are all fucking shit, and it's you know Kevin James or whatever it is. And I never, I was like, eh. That was never an aspiration. So that aspect, I never would have felt disappointed on these. I I would where it's too good, but I don't know in today's current climate, you know, where comedy is going, if that'll ever happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were talking about the, the, the Jussie Smollett thing before we went on the air, the, the, the gay guy from empire who got allegedly attacked in a hate crime in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last night, it's, Mm -hmm. what was he? Looking for a subway at two in the morning? Three. Three o'clock. Three in the, three in the morning. Three in the morning. Um, During, I, look, we know what It the, was two. He didn't go to the police till, till three. The, yeah. the weather in Chicago right now is 40 below. Uh, We're having a hard time right now because we don't want to comment, but it's, it's a difficult one. So we are going to wait for things to come out, right? Yeah. And, and wait for him to talk and wait for the... What, I, what I've heard is this yeah. from some cops in Chicago who listen to the show. We will only say what we heard and not speculate. Correct. All, all I will say is they, say, they, they, they feel that the this, this story seems a little fishy. And there is no cameras right now. Uh, it, it was alleged that people screamed out MAGA country and then beat him. And, but they were, they, they were, mac, they were masked. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they were yes, wearing ski masks, mask. ski mask, which look, it's 40 below in Chicago. That's not a big surprise. Listen, they will be in ski masks. Yeah. yeah. He, he said they, they had a noose around his neck and then threw bleach on him. I'm going to be real at, at three in the morning during 30 below weather. I don't even know where you get that type of stuff. One, two, it's not, that's not, that, that is the opposite of Trump country. Like that is, that, that's Obama. That's where Obama came from. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Emmanuel, like. Rahm Emanuel was, was, was there like I, yeah. that is, that's not a very, it's a, it's a very liberal town. So I'm not, I, I don't know. I don't know. I look, and again, I'm not going to speculate. I don't yeah. know the facts. All I know is a couple cops hit me up and we're like, Hey, there is more to this story. It, right. it seems fishy. And right now we don't have any evidence of anything. So, you know, we're recording this in advance. It might come out over the weekend. Who knows? Right. And who, who he's knows? not talking or putting out any statements. So 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All we're going to say with that. But what? I, but yeah. the, re- the reason why I, br- I brought this up was, you know, as far as the state of comedy goes, Kevin Hart put out a, a very heartfelt message to him and just said, hey, man, stand strong. And, you know, mm-hmm. we can't let things like this divide us and as a country and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was it was a nice statement. Well, the, the, the thought police, the Twitter police came out and just said, you know, you were the one who made homophobic rants and uh, oh your, my God. your statements and your comedy is the reason why this, you know, continues and gay men are getting beaten. Boy. You told them to beat them. And it was just like, oh, man. I mean, wow. so when I read that this morning, I was like, man, I, every time I read something like that and this public outcry from the thought police, I don't know if this shit can ever get made. This is so, this comedy right. is so aggressive. Yeah. I, literally, that was my first thought this morning after reading it was I was just like, man, because I, I look, I love Kevin Hart. It's, it's not a secret, obviously. And um, I, that now the guy can't win with whatever he says. No. He's just sending a simple heartfelt. he made one joke in his fucking act. That's crazy. it. So You can't give anybody, you can't send a good thought to anyone you're not allowed yeah 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 you're not allowed they're they they tell you what you can and can't say you need to check with them first but the other thing about you you know you is you set goals i do yeah and i've always been i don't i I always have though even as a kid with like grades and everything else Mm -hmm. like i set a goal and and i tried to achieve it if i didn't I was extremely pissed. Yeah, pissed and disappointed. I keep my expectations <laughs> in life quite low. Real low. Well, I just sort of go, I grind, work hard, head down. Yeah. See where it goes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a very yellow wolf. Yeah. Slow and steady. Slow and steady, just slow like a steady. slow train. Um, there's things that if it, ha- you know, when they happen. I go, oh, this is cool. Yeah. But I didn't ever, you know, set the goal to have it happen. Sure. Uh, I was wrong yesterday, by the way. What? I was wrong about a couple of things. And I, I want I to clear, wow, wow. clear these up, by the way. Yeah, I know. Wow. Big boy, making big boy moves. Oh, my, oh, my goodness. First of all, Bryce Harper did not end up signing with the Phillies. Okay. That was fake news. I, I don't know who... Who do we believe anymore? Uh, There was like nine articles on it. Okay. Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies today. Didn't. Hopefully, maybe he does over the weekend, but Jesus Christ. Like that fucking commercial where the, whatever. It's crazy. Where the baseball player's like, I quit. And he's talking about cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes all the way to the press conference. That is literally what the news is right now. That is what happened. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone wanted to get ahead of it. Everybody wants to be the first source so that way, you know, whatever website they are starting or newspaper they're they're starting, then they were the first ones to do it. And, you know, look, we do in podcasts where you're trying to get interviews first on certain subjects or whatever, but you're actually getting the people and they're telling their story. Whereas Mm -hmm. the news, if you're wrong, it's just kind of uh, cool. It just goes away. Oh, whoops. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as, like, like, like the Jesse Smollett thing yesterday, as soon as the question started to come out, it was trending number one on Twitter, then it just slowly faded away and it was nothing. Like, maybe the MAGA thing didn't happen. And it was like, right. fuck. Well, right. what, what, what the hell? It's already out there. So, like, people are already thinking it. How do you go back at that point? Right. Uh, the other one was the Vegas one, the Vegas shooting. They released the, the FBI finally released their, you know, final report on the Vegas shooting and there there is no motive whatsoever other than 
you know, maybe the guy wanted to be like his dad who was on the run from the FBI and shit for, for 10 or 12 years. Uh, their best guess was that, you know, he was getting older, wanted to end his life anyways. And, uh, it was just this weird fucking guy who, you know, wanted some piece of infamy and congratulations. He did it. But I look, I was way, way, way wrong about this story because I, I thought for sure, for sure, it was some sort of conspiracy because I just couldn't wrap, I, I just couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that someone would do this for nothing, you know, without any political motivation or fucking ex-wife or, you know, F the world or he got fired from a job or something, something other than that. And that, that was, I think the, that was the hardest thing for me. And until they finally, those motherfuckers finally released the the videotapes from inside the hotel with him loading up the guns on the bellhop thing. I don't know. I don't understand why they just didn't do that a, a long time ago. And that, that would have quashed everything. It would have squashed it, quashed it, squashed it, whatever. It, it would have stopped it. And when I saw that tape, I think it was three or four months ago, I know I said something about it on the show. I was like, oh man, I, I, I think I am wrong on this. And then the FBI report the final one came out and I was just like, I definitely was. I thought for sure that was a full on conspiracy. And you know, I, that one was, was really, really tough. Now that I see it and I read it yesterday, I was like, God damn it. It still, still makes no sense to me. I mean, I, I guess if that was your goal was to be infamous. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I, I don't, I wouldn't glorify somebody like that. Call him famous. Mm-mm. He's just infamous for you're, you're the fucking asshole who did this. Yeah, you achieved your goal. Congratulations. But for what? I mean, I, I don't, you know. Nobody's well, going to look at this guy as a, as a hero or like, oh, man, he was rad. Like, he stood for something. No, he didn't leave a note. Suicide note didn't leave anything. According to the, the, this last report, he left nothing. Didn't right. really talk to anybody throughout his whole life. You know, he was a, a gambler and all that other shit. And they said his finances were dwindling and his age was, you know, a part of it. And... Yeah, strange. Strange. I still want to know what the prostitute was doing in the room. You know, I'd like to get that prostitute on the show, I think. It'd be there great. was a prostitute? Yeah, yeah, there was a prostitute that had come up to the room at some point. Oh. Like on a Tuesday or Wednesday. It was like, hey, what was the, what was the story there? You know? Probably just normal. I don't, was it just normal? You know? I mean, it could have been a little, little freaky. Yeah. But it was prostitute. Maybe a little ATM, a little ass to mouth. Like, who knows? Probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah. If you, were, a, if you were going out, if you were older, goes. yeah. If you were older, if, it was, if you knew it was your last, <laughs> right? You got a little ATM on that? Sure. <laughs> sober, even. <laughs> you know, you can't really do that sober. No, no, you can't it's at all. Real hard. No, uh, Theo, Theo Vaughn was talking about that because he's like sober now. And he's like, it's just, you know, it really cuts down on the. Oof. Getting in somebody's butthole. I love Theo Vaughn, man. I but I can't imagine being sober, especially in that world. Because he does he does stand up a lot everywhere. And I can I can promise you this. Like when I was doing it, you just first of all, you have a couple of drinks before you go on stage. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards mm-hmm. everybody wants to hang out and have a couple of drinks, and then it's just like, all right, cool. I, c- I could not imagine doing stand up sober. And when I mean sober, it's not like I, was, I would ever get wasted for it, but I'd have a drink before I go on stage. Sure. No big deal. I couldn't imagine not. And then hanging out afterwards where it's just, it's all your buddies. Right. You know, or it's just like, all right, And cool. not at least being able to just have a drink. 
Yeah. And just like settle down, calm down, you know? Yeah. Because there's adrenaline. Was his drinking or was it? Was it? A couple things, but yeah. A little, a little, little booger sugar? Yeah, All I right. guess. Lots of, lots of different things. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, look, that world is because it's hard. You don't do well all the time. Some of your shit bombs and like that lives with you forever. And as much as people don't want to say it does, it really does. We're like, I, I, you know, I can name the handful of times that I've bombed exactly where I was, what happened, how awful I felt like. Mm-hmm. And, and then even when you think about it, you're like, oh, man, I just want to have a fucking drink. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And it's like it's the the, the schedule. Where it's like Oof. you're on the plane always and you're going right to the hotel, right to the, the thing. Road, so yeah. that may help a little bit with drinking because honestly, even like when we do like a weekend of like this, this and this and this, uh-huh. drinking one night really can ruin the rest of the days because you can't ever catch up. Do you know what I right. mean? Because then you're going to the next thing, you're drinking there, you're not sleeping then, you're da 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 da. So like, you know. Maybe. It, but, it but, might but, be a little easier not to. Here's what you need to to take in though is his style and his audience is partiers, man. It's young right. kids. And partiers. so that's what I'm saying. The hanging out after. Yeah. So, and same with mine. Like, look, I host a show called drinking bros. It's right. number what? Four, 14 in the world. Everybody wants to have a drink with you afterwards, a beer or whatever. And I fuck, I have no problem with it. Totally. Great. Let's drink. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I'm uh, going to drink anyways. Might as well do it with you. Might as well do it with you, my man. So, um, but, but with him, I, I can't imagine cause he's, I, like, look, let's face it. At this point, he's way more famous. And at, at his level now, I can, I can only imagine that it's got to be shots and 15, 20 people. Shots, I buy you a mm-hmm. shot. Do a shot with me. Party with me. And that's the thing. So yeah, at a certain tough, point, man. you either have to just say, I'm a lesbian. Yeah, I'm, or I'm sober. Or I'm sober. Yeah. You just don't want to deal with it anymore. Crazy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Couldn't, Couldn't do, do it. it. Uh, the other thing I want to chat about is I, I finally sat down and watched uh, Anthony Bourdain's last show last night. Yeah, the last, the very last. I did. I, I, it was on, um, I was watching that uh, Rockets game to see if James Harden could ex- extend that streak. God damn it, that guy's amazing. He did it again. Um, and afterwards I was like, hey, bye, let's pop on that uh, Bourdain thing. I want to see it. I thought that episode was awesome. You weren't too stoked on it. It just felt very different. It, it, it felt like it didn't feel like any other um, show he had done, any other episode. So I, I liked it and I liked it more the second time. But I think what I was hoping for, and I had said this before on the show, what I was hoping for um, was kind of this send off, sentimental, sentimental send off. Right. And uh, it wasn't that, of course, true Bourdain style. It was not anything like that. So... Um, it was good. Here, here's it was what, amazing. It just wasn't what I was hoping. Here's what I liked about it. Clearly, living in New York in the Lower East Side and all that stuff, that was one of the greatest times of his life. Mm-hmm. Talks about it a lot. You said he's a nostalgic guy yep. and all that stuff. He was back where he started, back where he wrote that book, right? Mm-hmm. Kitchen Confidential. Yeah. Back and there. He worked in restaurants all around there, and that was the time right before he was famous. Right. That he could actually... And all that shit was going on. So everybody that he interviewed in that show was people that were on the come up with him and that he you know, saw and hung out with and admired and respected. And when he walked into that, the, ugh, that guy's shop, though, who had all of the, the heroin bags. Photographer, the, the, yeah. The dope bags, he called mm-hmm. them. He's like... And it was just... 
It was in a photo named, album. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all names like toilets uh-huh. or. And they have the little picture almost like ecstasy, whatever. Yeah. They yeah, like yeah. have the different stamps on them. But um, his eyes. Li- I've never seen Anthony Bourdain that happy in my entire or that just life like, uh, on that yeah, show. Yeah. Where I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. These hair, these empty heroin bags from the 70s and 80s meant more to him than, you know, he was more excited than having a. A five-star Michelin meal in France than, than to see these heroin bats. Like, I mean, it was crazy. Yep. The way he it was like, oh, my God. Remember oh, the, oh, remember toilet? toilet? I totally had toilet. Yep. Heroin? You're just like, yep. Jesus, man. Yep. Like, the, the beef braised ribs or the short ribs or whatever, you know? and, and Not doing it. No. And Not Korea didn't it. do it for you. South Not Korea. Not doing it for him. But those, those empty heroin bags did. Man. So me personally, when I watched it, I thought, all right, he was back to where he came from, back to where he started, back to the favorite time in his life, mm-hmm. talking to all the people that he'd come up with and probably admired, or probably went to go see in a concert or a performance or you know, saw one of their movies. Mm-hmm. And then I think the editors and the producers took the liberty of editing that show to be as chaotic That's as cute. his mind. Yeah. So to me, when I watched it, I thought the editing was fantastic, all of it across the board. I, I, thought, I just thought it was a Lights Out show. But I, I felt that they went in there and said, all right, Tony was a complicated guy. Because they called him Tony. I don't fucking call him Tony, obviously. No, we um, never hung but he, out. But, they, but in all of their interviews, they call him Tony. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I bet you they, they went in and said, all right, Tony's a complicated guy. He had a lot going on in his mind all the time. Let's cut the ultimate episode for what was going on in his mind in this city during all of these times. And, yeah. And that's, I mean, I could be way off on this one, but just looking at it from an no, artistic standpoint, yeah. uh, especially at the hard cut at the end when it goes to black, no music, just credits. They didn't even put a in memoriam or a rest nope. in peace card. That's what I was saying. Where I, was I was like, like whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. What I wanted. It reminded me of the ending of the Sopranos where it was yeah. just like, all right, so are you saying that Anthony Bourdain just goes on, you know, to whatever the next world is or the next life or whatever, whatever he does, you know, what whatever I, all of us do? What I think it was saying was that that's just what it is. That's all it is. Like he's not more, there's not more to the story than what you see. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So that like chaotic end, that chaotic end, whatever. And there's no like, there's no like beautiful send off. It's just that. And the, and the song that's like, you can't put your arms around a memory. Like yeah. it, that's all it was. He was what he was for you. And that's it. That's all you get. You get one last show. They didn't even say anything about him, his death or like Nothing. any Senate, like no kind Nothing. of shots of him. Like, no, you know, off into the walking off into the just nothing. Like he was what he was for when he was. And that was it. That's all you get. And that fade to black to me is like, that's all you get. You're not going to get anymore. It was a hard cut. Where it was just like, yeah. wow. Sorry, the hard cut. To yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, Jesus, man. I mean, I, I yeah. I, either way, I loved it, and I'm not a, I'm not a gigantic, you Bourdain. know, Bourdain fan. And I, th- I thought it was an, a fan, like, just from an artistic standpoint, I thought it was an awesome episode. I was like, shit, this is great. And I was saying to you because you know I speculate about him all the time, but how interesting that in this last season he decided to go on that walk yeah. through yeah, yeah, yeah. memory memory lane and back to where because the other part of him is that he 
he missed when he got famous, he had to deal with a lot of his chef friends and his whole group kind of maybe through jealousy or otherwise just kind of shunning him. He was they would kind of give him shit. Right. Because he sort of got out and they were still schlepping, doing all the same things that he did. Sure. But somehow he got out. And so when he would come back to the town, you know, to his his Roots. people, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. they weren't as accepting as they were when he was part of, when he was down in the ditch with them, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so yeah. I think part of that for him going back was this idea of like, we didn't have that much. It wasn't like this big glamorous time, but that was a time when I was totally accepted by the people that I wanted to be accepted by. Yeah. And that now when he's in the cooking show world and he's on Top Chef, he doesn't feel and has never felt comfortable there. And in all his books, he says so, where he's, you know, standing next to Sandra Lee or Bobby Flay. And he just doesn't feel it feels like a fraud when he goes back to hang out with his chefs after hours at the place, whatever. That's when he feels like I think I think everybody, though. To a certain extent. Yeah, and does feel, everybody feels, have that? Well, I think you feel that if you gain a certain level of fame and then you go back, there's always going to be people who hate you for... Or you just don't fit in the same way. Yeah. People want to talk about different things and they're, you're like put on this weird pedestal that you maybe don't feel like you should be on and you really just want to blend right back in and right. relax Yeah, and I, you realize that you never can again. And, and I, I think that's, that's a big part of it. Um, what he was doing was so cool, though, where it was just like, yeah, it was. he's above it. Because I look, I look at him to against like la- last night, the, 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 the other part about it, like selfishly, like man wise, I was looking at him and was like, all right, great. How old was he? 65, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, whatever he was. He was in great shape. Pimpy dude. He pimpy. was wearing a, a pimp ass leather jacket. Which Silver Fox. It wasn't like. You ever see when an old 60-something-year-old man puts on a leather jacket and you're just like, it looks like wild hogs. Yeah. Where you're just like, get the fuck out of here with that stupid shit. Yeah, stop. He was wearing it. Like, not the jacket wasn't wearing him. He was wearing the jacket. And it was like, holy shit. All right. You can still be older and pimpy and, you know, boss out a fucking leather jacket. He was in great shape. He was 61, but still. He didn't look. Well, yeah, but still. The 61 is fantastic. But it looked pimpy like he could have been. I don't know. I didn't think of him as 60 at all. Either way, right? He had what appeared to everything going for him, and he looked cool and all that shit, and uh, strange. Strange ending. I, I still think that girl is the only one who really knows the real answer. No. Yeah. I think it's just exactly what you nope. see there. No. I think it's what you see there. You see him. His nostalgia is just getting to a point where the, the smile isn't real anymore. He's so bummed. Everyone he talks to is so bummed about what's happening to New York and what's happening to this place. <laughs> like it really bums him out in a way that, you know, I can just talk about and be like, oh, it sucks that that place is gone, you know, but it doesn't get to me in a way that it seems to get to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that whole season, it just was a, it was kind of a spiral down where you saw someone just finding no joy in new things and things changing in your life now, finding no joy in it. And to the point where you're looking back at the Lower East Side in the fucking 80s as the glory days. I mean... That's going to be an issue. You know what I'm saying? When you're looking at a bag of heroin with such fucking like Joy. the way Gaga looks at, you know, at Coop, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Um, there's going to be an issue there. 
And uh, I think that's all it is. I don't think, I think, again, I think they were both grownups. I don't think, Look, this, I this, don't think people are killing each other, this, killing this themselves could, over girls. This could, this could turn into the Vegas shooting for me where I, I always want an answer for things. And maybe I'm not going to get one, but mm-hmm. I, I still think that girl's got the fucking answer. Yeah. I really do. She was, she's fucking weird, man. I saw her uh, in, uh, it was, I was at the gym and they always show, like TNT is the master of just like rerunning, like, you know every action movie ever they used to rerun roadhouse every 10 minutes which was awesome and i loved it for for a stretch and then they move on triple x with vin diesel has been running on there you know now um it was you know he was the extreme action sports star who could save the world because the fbi and cia couldn't do it no so they would get xander triple x and it was vin diesel well the love interest in that is Asia Argento. Argento, okay. So when I looked at it and looked at her, I was just like, man, something in that girl's eyes. She's got a little Ocasio Cortez. She's got a little AOC in there, a little Ocasio Cortez in there. There's something that's, crazy in there. That's fine. And I think they were crazy together, but I really do believe that they were both adults. And I, I were not, I don't think that they were in a place of committing suicide over you each never other no i know you never know you but never um, know. as as much as i speculate about his uh death i could i'm pretty i feel like i could give you the answer and that is not <laughs> the answer um they weren't uh you know intertwined in that way he's had a lot of loves He's had a lot of wives. He has a lot of girlfriends. He has a kid. Like he's yeah. not a he's not a child. Right. Um, he was a man with a lot of issues. As cool <laughs> as he fucking was, and as much as you wanted to like be doing what he's doing, you didn't want to do what he did. He was doing it for us because there's no way that I could do it. So I'm there's gonna no way I could do what he. I'm did. gonna circle back then to what I said earlier. There really is nothing that you've if you didn't do it, you would be disappointed in. I mean, I picture things in my... Because I'm worried you're going to kill yourself when I'm gone for the Super Bowl, obviously. If I don't like, win the chili cook-off, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, Chili's yeah, yeah. not my strong suit. <laughs> if it was something like, a, right, if it was a pie, you Ooh. may find me. Yeah. And I don't win the pie Yeah, the pie, the, the pie cook-off? Yeah. Um, then you may Bake find off. me chili. No, I'm... And that's the thing. I'm just not... It, so that's there, what there is keeps nothing... Me, that's what keeps me from killing myself. <laughs> I have no, there's nothing to disappoint me. Nothing will disappoint me because I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and I have no goals otherwise. No, nothing, no dreams to be smashed. Yeah. Um, I am living like a pretty awesome life right now. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. My husband's okay eh, when right. he's here. I'm all right. When he's around. You Didn't sure? picture that. Yeah. I'm just joking. Um, and even that's just a welcome relief sometimes. Bye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not every wife gets to just spread out in the bed right? a couple Isn't nights. Isn't nice? It is I'm nice. I'm actually doing you a favor. You are. I feed the kids popcorn for dinner. <laughs> you don't know about it. Now you do. And I just, you know, we all sleep in the bed together. Nobody cares. Well, for the audience at home, we'll see how chipper Jabe's is. Because this is the last big sporting event for us of the year. You know, there might be a fight or something over, over the summer, but this is it. We're not going, so we're not going to the Final Four because right. it's in Minneapolis. And right. it's 85 below now. That game, even in April, even though it's the, the first week of April mm-hmm. for the Final Four, probably still going to be 20 below there. So anytime an event is, is in Minneapolis, I go ahead and write off. 
The kids will be old enough next year. Where you, I think you'll be able to come to some of this stuff. For sure. Like, you can't wait for that. So, um, yeah. This is your last uh, hurrah here. This this Super Bowl. Where, because truthfully, everybody loves you when we go out. And they're like, where's Jabes? Right. So, it'd be great to have you. And then you can start doing live shows with us from these cities and stuff like that. Totally. It's good to make them and we're, miss you, know, you a little bit. Yeah. And we're only going for... I don't know. Literally, some of these trips are only forty-eight hours. Um, right. Not nothing crazy, but yeah. uh, the kids would be fine with a with a grandparent or something for forty-eight hours, and you could come along for sure. It'd be great to have you on the road. Um, I would love to. Yeah, I would love to. I like to mix it up with these with these fuckers. I haven't seen you guys, any of the listeners, in like. Will you come so on the Drinking Bros cruise? Then let me ask you that. Yeah, I'm going on that. Great. That's a definite. So we can pencil you in. No, you can. You can. Sharpie. Okay. Okay, good. Good. Right? Yeah. Because, uh, look, on our other show, it's obviously massive. We're having a, a cruise, a Drinking Bros cruise. And everybody's be there. welcome to come. Go to drinkingbros.com. The cruise is on there. I definitely, definitely will be so, there. You got to secure your slot by April. I know they're already like, uh, I want to say like 30, 40% sold out already. So get get on it now. Just put like, a, I think it's like a de- deposit of like 100 bucks or something. Um, and you don't have to pay for the rest of it until June. But like we're doing shows on the cruise. Yeah. Hanging out. I mean, it's, it goes to like Cozumel. We're doing all this crazy shit. We'll be trapped. We got to hang out, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, we and can't go anywhere. And it's all being filmed, too. So, like, we'll be able to put these episodes out all nice, the time. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Um, and, but that's not until September. Right. So, you'll be, you'll be up and at them by then. Totally. Child will be over a year old at that point. Self-sufficient. He'll, be, he'll probably have a job. He'll be starting school. Shit. Is that crazy? Yeah, that's right. Little, they put him in a little toddler. A little, it's, little, it's a little two baby day school, a week, yeah. but my God, yeah. life changer. Um, I would want to do a cooking show of, t- of, some, of some kind. Um, that would be a cool thing. I don't think that you, I would I don't love think you could. The only problem is I don't think you could handle the travel. The travel is no, a, a bitch, cooking man. show. Oh, okay. Because one of the goals is to have like our media company here and have like an office where you can have a shoot and do all that stuff. Yeah, set a you know yeah. all. Did you see Burt Kreischer's? He's got a cooking show. Yes, like yeah. I love that. Is it cool? It is cool. Yeah, and he has just people come and sit by because you do want. I do want people to talk to. I'm not good at just rambling. Nobody wants it. No. But um, nobody wants that. James. That would be a fun thing. The travel, the travel cooking show, like diners or um, Diner Anthony Bourdain. Um, you're right. I don't think I would a a, grind, like man. it. You know, I could maybe get through like a three mo- a three month shoot someday in my life, but I don't know. It would be hard. I get tired. Yeah, I, it's it, it, I going know. to city to city to city and all that stuff. Yeah, Especially with the, with having, the cooking show, I would imagine, because like Bourdain, that's all I kept thinking was, man, that guy's got to fucking work out all the time. Yeah. Like, but he doesn't. He's like heroin body, where it's like he doesn't put on a lot of weight. So he was the perfect guy, model guy for, for that, that yeah. where it's like he could drink beer, he could eat all this shit, yeah. and stay like just long and lanky. Long and, and lanky. heroined out. Yeah. Which he wasn't, but he had like years of doing heroin body. Sure. Sure. Uh, we'll get to the revolutionary figure of the day, Jabes. Again, pre-taped. We don't know the outcome of the Super Bowl. This is airing as the Super Bowl is airing. Probably more important. I, I think a lot of people, show usually drops at 8 o'clock on Sunday night. Right. I think a lot of people will be switching over from the Super Bowl to this show. I think so. So For you're sure. You're good. You're good. Go to YouTube and watch it. Yep. Uh, Stan Kroenke. 
is the uh, revolutionary figure of the day. He's the guy that brought the Rams back to Los Angeles. So okay. the Rams were in Los Angeles, moved to San. They didn't do well because the city wasn't behind him. Big surprise, even though they had good teams, and then moved to St. Louis all those years. Got out of St. Louis and moved back to L.A. So they are there. Uh, this guy has gone all in and, and tried to pay the top talent across the board to try to win a Super Bowl this year. Um, a lot of people don't know. He tried to make a deal for Khalil Mack to, to add them here, even though they could not afford him long term. They were going to get him for a year and then trade him after the season. When that story broke, I was like, fuck, this motherfucker was really going all out. He believes this team can win now, right now, and is throwing the money behind it. So... You know, if they win, that city and that franchise has him to thank for all of this because uh, he's really dropped the hammer on 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 money and stadium. And, man, I didn't think Hollywood Park would ever go. That mm. racetrack? Did you? Um, it, was, it was getting run down for sure. They weren't doing anything to it. So I guess for me, I was like, well, it's got to go somewhere. Do they need to remodel, revamp, or get rid of it? Yeah, I guess, I guess so. But when I, I don't know. When, when I went there all the time, I, I just thought, because we used to go every year for the Kentucky Derby and go and bet down there and watch, mm-hmm. watch the race and all that stuff. And then there, there was usually a concert. They had uh, some summer outdoor concerts there. And I was like, ah, this place isn't going anywhere. I felt the same way about, there was a track in Atlantic City my grandparents used to take me to as a kid. I was like, I don't never go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Then you have a guy come in and say, yeah. I feel like building a stadium here. Let's just knock this down, take away all the gambling, and put up a fucking stadium right there. Like, whoa. Because l- let's face it, there was a casino there, too. Yeah. Um, that, that got knocked down. And that's, that's a lot of city taxes and state taxes and all that shit. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how they, what they did to replace that income. No idea. Right. But this guy did it. So congratulations, Stan. Hopefully... You're hoisting the Super Bowl trophy tonight. Oh my gosh! Again, I'll be so jealous <laughs> if that happens. We'll you find know out. I love an underdog. I know. Story. I know. We'll find out, and that's that's what'll be fun about this game, and that's why I'm I'm amped to to, to go to this game. So, Jesse, I love you. This is the last sporting <laughs> event of the year. I am sorry I will be gone. But just Listen, know, I'm good with it. You have a, a nice, nice full King seven. Size. Seven months with me. Oh, after this, I'm talking about the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, no. yeah. Seven months with you. Um, cool, 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 cool. Not going anywhere. Uh, I'll be with you every second of the day. Be careful what you wish for, ladies. Because <laughs> then they'll never leave. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, we got some LA. We got an LA trip sprinkled in there. Yeah, so. but you're going, and so are the kids. So, right. All of us are going as a family, so we'll, we'll still be, be together. together. You cannot get away from, from me now. now. <laughs> Our- I put a handcuff on your wrist and my wrist. Put a jacket over it. No one sees it. <laughs> Because you bitch so much, I'm never gonna leave your side. I make you pee in the same stall as me. I go between your legs because I don't trust you. You're never gonna leave my side, and if you do, I'll find you. 
I keep <laughs> chloroform on me at all times. In I put case. the rag around your face. In case you escape. Because <laughs> you'll never escape. I've got a globe of the world. All the countries are gone except for Sweden. Because that's where Stockholm is. <laughs> <laughs> they can't extradite you. And the syndrome is there. <laughs> what? I was going Stockholm syndrome on that joke, James. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The James, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Go Rams. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.